Hello, and welcome to Finding Home. I am Jan Pepler, and I have a doctorate degree in mythology and depth psychology, depth psychology also known as archetypal psychology. And I have been studying, researching, and writing about home for a number of years. This episode is a little bit different. It, um, it's in memory of a very dear friend uh, of over 40 years who passed recently. So here we go. But I think, I hope, that there are things in here that will resonate with you as well. Um, so have a listen. A long time ago, someone told me that before we are born, we see our entire lives spread out before us. And then, as we exit the womb, a veil is placed over our eyes, so we only see the present. Deja vu, that feeling of having been here or having done something previously, is merely a rip in the veil. I think it was different for Dave. I think instead of looking ahead at his life, he was marveling at the place where he was, the place of all beginnings in union with the light that is love. So when he was born, it is this other world that he remembered. This is the vision over which the veil was placed. Every song and every great piece of literature or poem or Bible verse that touched him was his deja vu. And there were many, so many and so varied. It could happen to him anywhere, in the face of a stranger or friend, in a flower, in the way the sun hit the lake. And again, a song or something he read. Like a miner panning for gold, he saw slivers of light shining through the doorway, illuminating this world. On these nuggets he became intent. These pieces of gold sustained him. At the end of The Last Battle, the final installment in the Chronicles of Narnia by C.S. Lewis, we learned that the Narnia in which all creation, all action had occurred, was not the real Narnia. The place of stories and actions, as Lewis writes, had a beginning and an end. It was only a shadow or copy of the real Narnia, which has always been here and always will be here. Dave knew this because his soul remembered this. Every fragment of truth that reached across the veil reminded his soul of what he could not forget. He studied but never finished a degree. His interests were too varied. Still, he never stopped learning. He never stopped mining the essence of life from every opening he could find. Literature, writing, music and wine, film and food, running, hiking, and camping, riding his bike, photography, and volunteering, all these things helped him to connect, and together they made him whole. Dave felt everything to the core. He swam deep into music that was layered and thick, and allowed himself to float in the riptide and sink into the swirling undertow. This is where he would lose himself and, at the same time, find himself again. In his younger years, he ran to clear his head 
and then drink or smoke to dull the intensity. The whole world was vibrating, and sometimes that was too much for him. Dave always spoke from the heart. He found humor in everything. He had a very special grin that was both happy and self-deprecating. I think he loved dogs so much because they are faithful and true. Once the connection is made, it never goes away. It doesn't matter how much time passes, they are always happy to see you. Dave was like this too. He waited patiently, always believing the time would come when we would see each other again. He was a loyal and loving friend. Dave was unbound by the trappings of this life, this illusion. He lived simply and with very little needs. Time was slippery to him. When he had a car, he forgot to put gas in it. He forgot to make money, but he never forgot his friends. Love and connection were the only important things. At the same time, Dave struggled with his sense of being inadequate, of not living up to the expectations of this world and of the people who loved him. He tried his best to fit in, but by the, while the rest of us donned our adulthood like required uniforms and strapped ourselves into responsibilities, Dave remained true to his original form. He was like a cat chasing the light, determined to catch it. There were a few years when the unattainableness of the life beyond was too much, and he sought to drown out the music and dull the light shining under the door. But eventually, he learned to live with the separation, no longer as a moth to the flame who becomes incinerated. He was content to sit next to the fire and admire the glow. All by the grace of God, he would say. He knew the other world was there and God was ever present. There was something in Dave that was too good for this world. I wrote that sentence over a week ago when I heard the news and it's taken me this long to remember that it's a line from the movie, The Big Chill. Dave, however, I think, would have caught it immediately. Unlike Alex in the film, Dave did not end his life prematurely. Dave struggled to find balance, and in his 50s, he succeeded. This should have been the second half of his life, which so many of us were looking forward to sharing with him. We thought there would be more time. He had earned it. Instead, his reward was a return to the place beyond the veil. Narnia of the stories comes to an end. The sky becomes empty and black as Aslan calls the stars home to him. Lewis writes, all of the old Narnia that mattered, all the dear creatures were drawn into the real Narnia through the door. And of course it is different, as different as a real thing is from a shadow or as a waking life is from a dream. Aslan finally called Dave through the door, back to the place he knew, the place of his longing and oneness with God. Jewel the Unicorn in Narnia says it best. I have come home at last. This is my real country. 
I belong here. This is the land I have been looking for all of my life, though I never knew it till now. Dave knew it existed. He has returned home at last. For those of us who knew him from our youth, the 1980s were our big chill years. And Dave, with every carefully curated mixtape, captured the soundtrack of our lives. This one is for you, Dave. After years in the river, you are now in the sea. Try to decide. 
That was the song, This is the Sea by the Water Boys, originally released in September of 1985, remastered in 2004 by Chrysalis Records. I do not own the rights to that song, but it's a good one. Thank you for listening. May we all eventually find our way home. <laughs>